Strap in. It's time for the Extra Point, Auburn's best sports talk radio show, Auburn's only sports talk TV show. Uh, he better count basketball <laughs> wins. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh, yeah. And they signed Cody, Cody Parkey. Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. The guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. <laughs> John Gruden cried after he traded Khalil Mack, and now he's <laughs> dancing in the locker room, <laughs> saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334 334- 844-9345 to join the debate. My boy got it oh, all locked. I thought you were saying 1,800 yards in this game. I was like, Jared! The X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The Extra Point presented by WEGO Sports where every game lives. And welcome inside the Extra Point here on WEGO 91.1. And Eagle Eye TV. Hold on, I gotta catch my breath. I was running around. <sighs> okay. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. Alex, we will start with you first. You told me that on Super Bowl Sunday, you stayed at the library till how long? No, t- no, tell everybody. Okay. I was also yeah, don't. Okay, fine. I'll say it. I was there till four in the morning. Be proud of it then if you're gonna start bragging. I had about some beforehand. Panera mac and cheese at three. It was pretty solid. I studied for Spanish. I probably still failed the test, but, you know, had to had to put in that work. How could you? I mean, I had to do the work, and I was fine. We ain't come here to play school. Alex, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to get you started for that. What, what was this, pre-Super Bowl or post-Super Bowl? Nah, post-Super Bowl. Okay. It doesn't make it any better. You well, should be out celebrating. I mean. It's your roll tumors. <laughs> for the cheese? Or yes. for Zero Lawrence? Ah, uh, yes. That's true. Eh. I mean, I know you wouldn't be after rolling tumors after the 49ers lost. I hate to see it. You know, it still hurts a little bit. It's not your fault that Jimmy G was terrible in the fourth quarter. Or that Kyle Shanahan refused to run the ball. That I guess you don't learn from mistakes if you're also true. Shanahan. Davis, get us out of this. How are you doing? I'm very, very tired this morning, so if I fall asleep, I'm sorry, folks. I th- I still think there's Benadryl pumping through my system from last night. Hey, that's all right. I mean, let's see. I took NyQuil and some melatonin, and then I went to go take my vitamins this morning, and then I realized my melatonin vitamins and then my actual vitamins look the same, so God help me for the rest of the day because <laughs> oh it's not going to end well. Uh, Jacob, how about you? doing well it's not that cold so that's what i was yeah. about to say first day of the extra point in 2020 where i didn't have to wear a jacket or freeze to death walking hey, to it that's so. gonna change what is yeah it is yeah it's gonna get cold oh yeah it does get cold apparently again. tomorrow and thursday is gonna get really bad from a yeah, weather standpoint oh uh, great and what i mean by bad i mean like torrential downpour like cancel classes I, I, if only i mean like man apparently some bad weather not like just thunderstorm i'm talking about like some things could happen tornado I didn't, I didn't say tornado. I don't want to hurricane scare people. What? What do you think we are, Florida? We're from Mobile. I mean, we, we experience it frequently. Anytime there's like half a storm, it's basically a tropical storm. So. Well, I mean, we almost got it last year. Uh, the, which one was it? I don't know. There's a hurricane that is right mean, before fall break. There's a lot of them. Once it hits land, it doesn't count. That's true. That is just sort of, you know, some rain. 
but welcome to the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345. That is 334-844-9345 to join the show. Or you can ask a question on our live stream in Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. And uh, we will answer it live on the show as it comes in through the studio on our computer. Now, see, usually we would do the fast break, but uh, I think I only have three stories. And there is no way I can pull off a fast break with three stories. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to try. So somebody hand me a paper, and I'm going to do my best. three of them. <laughs> yeah, well, when I was throwing them around, I somehow gave you three. Uh, so we're going to do our best with this fast break. So, uh, yeah, let's open oh, up every wow. show like we always do, and that is with... Step back. Kiss myself, Neil Funk. Wake up. It's the Fast Break. Your top stories this morning. Your top stories for Tuesday, February 4th. Andre Iguodala hasn't played a minute for the Memphis Grizzlies. And once that trade deadline passed, he may never play a minute for those Grizzlies. And uh, Dylan Brooks said a guy that's on our team that doesn't want to be on our team, uh, you know, doesn't really want them. He says, I can't wait until we trade him so we can play him and show them what Memphis really is all about. I mean, John Morant also tuned in on that. So does Steph Curry to defend Andre Iguodala, who doesn't really want to be in Memphis. Here's somebody. Heat star Jimmy Butler had 38 points a season high as Miami handled Philadelphia and gave them their worst loss, 137-106. to 106. Butler taking on his former team, went 14 for 20 from the field, 2-2 from 3, and knocked down all 8 of his free throws in 29 minutes. Ben Simmons caught the 76ers soft as I believe they moved to 9-18 on the road in the NBA. The Astros had named James Click their new general manager. The team announced on Monday, Click 42 served as vice president of baseball operations for the Rays from 2017 to 2019. Patrick Mahomes, back in high school, once tweeted, it has to feel good to win a Super Bowl and say, I'm going to Disney World. Well, after he won the Super Bowl 31-20 to in a comeback fashion over the San Francisco 49ers and was named Super Bowl MVP, Mahomes finally taking that trip to Disney World and said that it felt very, very surreal. And finally, the Auburn Tigers, after having a big win on primetime against the Kentucky Wildcats, will go on the road to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks in Walmart land. That game will be at 6 Central tonight. So make sure you tune in to cheer on Bruce Pearl, Samir Dowdy, and the Auburn Tigers as they look to get ready for that big clash this Saturday against LSU. And that has been your Fast Break. Your Fast Break presented by WGL Sports, where every game lives. All right, I did really good on that except for the end. Did you intentionally mess that up to stretch it a little bit longer? <laughs> no, I mean, no, that, I didn't. Okay. You just went over that the average a, from that. That would have so. been a bold stretch. Oh, what, what, what was the time? 2.05. 2.05? Uh, it's tough. Those last two stories, I just remember off the top of my head. That That is true, though. You, yeah. you I, I noticed you went off script because, I mean, there was no script. I mean, so. yeah, I went off script because I ran out of room. Yeah, you, the, script, the script ended. First uh, of all, though, like, can we talk about, like, how can Ben Simmons call the Sixers soft? They he's are. like, the, I mean, he's like the laziest superstar in basketball, and he's talking about teams being soft. Is he the laziest? No. Do Have I, you seen Carl Anthony Towns? Do I got to bring up Nicholas Batum again? Have I seen? Yes, I've seen Carl Anthony. Towns. Jimmy Butler At least beat Carl them Anthony. with the third team. Come on, bro. I know, and Ben Simmons has taken four that shots. That doesn't mean he's career. soft, though. No, I didn't say soft. I said lazy. 
Doesn't mean he's lazy. It is. He knows like, he can't shoot, like, so he doesn't shoot it. I feel like lazy and soft are synonyms in this situation. I mean, Giannis, Giannis can't really shoot threes. At least he couldn't, and he just keeps shooting them, and now he can. It doesn't Work mean down. he's lazy. Not late. He put know. in that work and tried to hear that guy. That's Valentine's Day. It's coming up. Keep shooting your shot. It'll eventually fall. Oh my gosh! I'm just saying. We're ten days away. Oh boy! Just be glad we don't have a show on Valentine's Day because I'll be making us give each other cards. We don't. I would so do that. No, it's oh, on yeah, Friday. It's, it's his Friday. I give y'all Peppa Pig card. I'm sorry. What? You heard me. My sister gave me one one time. I still have it. That's wholesome. <laughs> That's then wholesome. it got it got washed though. So. Oh, never mind. There it goes. All right, let's get into Super Bowl 54 thoughts. Uh, the Monday crew talked all about it. Tuesday crew, it's your first chance to kind of give your initial thoughts on it. Let and, the record uh, show that I picked the Chiefs. You were the only one to pick the Chiefs. <laughs> and up until eight minutes left in the game, you looked like you were... <laughs> I, 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 was, I was sweating it a little bit. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And then the Niners got in their own way again. And Kyle Shanahan is, I mean... It's really interesting to see that, like, I mean, what was it? There's only been three teams that were up 10 in the fourth quarter and lost, and Kyle Shanahan's been the coach of two of them, right? Yes. Something like that? Yes, that is And then it's like um, in the first six Niners Super Bowls, quarterbacks attempted 189 pass attempts and threw only one interception, and then Garoppolo attempted 30 pass attempts and threw two. Like, all sorts of records being set by the Niners. To be fair, one was in garbage time. To be fair, the other one, he shut his eyes and threw it. You saw that? Anybody saw that? that? I mean, that's absurd. I get he was getting hit, but like... You got to trust Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. I was yeah. about to say, evidently, I mean, it's just... Jesus is a Chiefs fan. Confirmed. I mean, wow. I mean, then again, I mean, some of that stuff Mahomes does, very miraculous. So, so you might want to break the news to Saints fans, because they still think he's on their side. Well. <laughs> yeah, the Saint, Saints fans. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I realized it's probably not time for that. Um... Davis, Super Bowl thoughts? You know, I think the Tide, tide there was a pretty good football game in that Tide ad. That's all I'm going to say. Were you expecting... Tide ad. <laughs> were, were you expecting, like, him to show up during the fourth quarter, like, on the I field? I wish. Uh, that's a when little- that Wonder Woman commercial came on, he showed up. I lost it. That was amazing. That was amazing. Well, we're going to talk about commercials in a second. All right. Jacob, how about you? What What are your initial Super Bowl thoughts? I mean, it's just that Pat Mahomes is really established himself now that he can win a Super Bowl because, you know, I was kind of thought, is, is this guy going to be someone, is he going to be a superstar that can't win, or is he going to win a Super Bowl, really take over? And looks like he's here to stay and here to win many rings. Now, let me ask you this question, guys. Has a new dynasty been established? Like, has the has the framework been laid I mean, I know it's their first Super Bowl in 50 years, but what I'm saying is this is a Chiefs team that was in the AFC Championship and should have won it if D. Ford wasn't offside. That's true. And shout out to D. Ford. I'm sorry that you couldn't get Super Bowls in the last two years. About to say, he was on the two best teams. And, you know, it's a Chiefs team that went to the AFC Championship. They're, they now won the Super Bowl, and there's no, like, their window is wide open. All their players are young. Their defense needs some help, but, I mean, winning a Super Bowl will get you a lot of help in free, in free agency and draft and stuff like that. And, I mean, their window is so wide open, and there's really no team right now that can compete with the Chiefs in the AFC. I mean, Ravens. there's the Ravens, depending on other factors for the Ravens. 
mostly how in the world can we win a playoff game? Yeah, exactly. Because apparently they're going to struggle with that. If they get stuck with Derrick Henry in the divisional round every year, they're not going to make it. So There's other teams like, I mean, the Patriots will always be that team, but I don't know how the Patriots are going to look because this was definitely one of the worst New England teams in recent memory. Yeah. They should get better, but should is subjective. There are teams like the Steelers, which we don't know how they're going to be. There's teams like the Titans and the Texans. We don't know what they're going to look like. Other than the Ravens, I mean, it's a Chiefs team that is kind of just running wild in the AFC, and they're going to get better. Yeah. I would completely agree with that because, like, even if you watch this game, I mean, the Chiefs did not play their best game, and they still won. I mean, the first three quarters, Mahomes missed a lot of throws. Tyreek Hill dropped just about everything that was near him for the entire first, like, three quarters with the exception in the fourth quarter and towards the end of the third quarter. I mean, they didn't play their best, and they still won by 11, and they still looked great in the fourth quarter. I mean, sure, it was the Niners' fault in some ways. I mean, I remember on that third and fourth down plays, I mean, you've got it. You've got, they're down by four. They're driving it. They've got to score to win, and they put George Kittle as a blocking uh, back on those two plays, which I still don't really understand how they could do that, but they did it anyway. And it, I mean, but still, the Chiefs. I mean, they look like they could be the dynasty of the next ten years. Honestly, I, I look inside their division to see that. Yeah, that's probably the case because none of these teams have an established quarterback. I mean, you, I guess you could say. Are you going to say Denver? God, I don't know. I I mean, at least Oakland has Derek Carr, who they thought was going to be good. But they all, you obviously saw the news where they'd go after Tom Brady if they could. L.A., the Chargers. I mean, Phil oh, Rivers yeah. is going to be gone soon. Hey, I forgot that the Chargers. What, what are they going to do? No clue. They're a mess. Denver, obviously, you never know what's going to happen with Drew Locke. They, they, quarterbacks always... You never know with them. Oh, I know exactly what the Chargers are going to do. I know exactly what they're going to do. What's that? They're going to go after Teddy B, aren't they? I was thinking Chicago would do that. They're also mm. they also have a chance mm. to get Tom Brady. They, yeah, there's something about that. Is Tom Brady really leaving New England? Yes. Did, but the whole no. Hulu commercial was that oh. was all it was all oh, bad. Yeah, Hulu that was commercial. A troll. That ticked me off. Exactly. And like I, the whole I, thing is like I'm not going. I totally I knew it wasn't going to be him retiring, but I thought maybe him announcing he's coming back. Yeah, not Tom Brady wasn't one we should have worried about. It was Vernon Davis we should have worried about who retired. In that a was hilarious. I mean, good for him. I mean, hey, get out. You know, go ahead and get out. I mean, he played for the Redskins. Who wants to do that? Hey, I mean, and somebody, the 49ers when they were are bad. You, are you shaking up about that? Um, I mean, I forgot. Every time I forget, yeah. And I mean, I, I wish I could forget. Um, but I mean, not necessarily. I mean, he didn't really play this year, and he's been injured for a long time. And I mean, they need to move on. But he I hit think, that one touchdown. I mean, yeah, well, no, that, like, that, that he, one touchdown against the Eagles was crazy. Yeah, we hurdled that guy. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think it, they need to start fresh and find somebody new anyway. So I'd rather them just sort of restart that position, especially because I mean, he's old yeah. and injured, and Jordan Reed's head. So yeah, I'll bust so say, how is Jordan Reed now? Um, he's probably gonna have to retire because he's had like eleven concussions in seven years. So he's, so he's just gonna get. Greg Olson. They're probably gonna, they're probably going to get Greg Olson and then either draft somebody or go after somebody else. How do you feel likely. about how do you feel about that guys? Greg Olson to Redskins. Please stop. No. Okay, we don't want to tarnish Greg Olson's sad. name. It yeah. does. It makes me sad as well. But also, ooh, ooh, I have a better idea. How about the Cowboys go dual tight ends, Jason Witten and Greg Olson? Wow, That's, you're trying to have a bunch of boomers on the, the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jones already there. Might as well. At this point. That, that that is a good point. That's a good point. All right, let's head to our first commercial break. 
And when we come back, we're talking our Super Bowl prop bets, the halftime show, and all those commercials. You're watching LSD Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. As we get right back into the Super Bowl, talking just about our prop bets, halftime show, and the commercials. Well, we'll, we'll just go ahead and get the prop bets out of the way. The winner was Jack Hart. He got six correct out of the prop bets. So he Dang. beat all of us. Dang. By uh, I said substantial margin by two. I'm trying to remember which ones I must have got wrong because I got the halftime. I got not the halftime show. I got the um, um the you don't even remember them. the national anthem right because I I picked I'll under take the under and she went under and then I got who scored first was the Chiefs and then I got or who scored a touchdown I scored first no I mean touchdown I mean because uh, I thought it was who scored touchdown I that wasn't first one score. of the bets oh. It's first Ah, it? oh, dang it. Never mind then. Never mind. And then I got who scored last, the Chiefs. Uh, and I got the MVP. Even though it probably should have been Damian Williams and not Mahomes, but. Yeah, but we had to make sure that the tweet came to fruition. That's true. Yeah. It's all about the clicks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Other than that, there's the halftime show in the commercials. So where do you guys want to land first? <laughs> huh? I don't really have much of a preference. You're the host. Yeah, exactly. Jared. We're going halftime show first. All I feel right. like commercials will get off on a tangent. Yeah, no, that's we will. Us, that's usually where things go. Uh, the halftime show, uh, where was Pitbull? Apparently, I was told they played a pre-show before the Super Bowl, so he was all tuckered out. I mean, did, did you not read anything about it? I knew this. No. I thought he was going to show up anyway, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. So disappointing. Mr. 305 can do whatever he wants. I, I was uh, about to say. Mr. Worldwide, who is a staple here inside of Weagle, uh, but... Why isn't his face on the wall then? Oh, it can be. I'll change it. We'll make sure. It needs to be on the 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 graphic, on the extra point graphic. It doesn't need to be on the graphic. Oh my god. It is updated. I don't know when we'll get the new one in, but uh it is updated. Dude, what what got added? Uh I did, uh Baby Yoda's on there. Oh god. Uh the Battle Hawks have an what updated about, one. What about Baby Peanut? I don't think Baby Peanut's on there. Ah, we need to add him. No. Uh I think those, that's that's all I'm gonna reveal for now because there's some surprises on there that I don't want to, you know, let leak. Of course, but Jack was working on it yesterday, so we'll, we will get it updated. That's pretty much all I have for the halftime show. There's I mean, not there's not much else I can talk about that wouldn't sound yeah, bad. Yeah, it's just very funny to me because I've seen like online either people loved it or people hated it. There's like nobody in the middle. It seems like either everybody thought it was the best one ever or they thought it was like eh or they really didn't like it. There's I didn't no, think people would freak out as much as they did. Honestly, like I mean, it is what it is. I don't know what people expected. I was about to say you had Shakira and J Lo going on the stage. I mean, are you really surprised by any of it? Some people are. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Are, after people, are people like clutching pearls? You know? I don't know that phrase. It's um, like an old lady saying that. Okay. It's like, how Jared, you're so old. That is a that is a fact. 
<laughs> I'm not, first of all, I'm not that old. Yes, Second of all, Clutching Pearl, that is a very hip. No, it's not. Saying. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I could probably infer what that means, but I've never heard it yet. Yeah, I, I've really? never heard that. Nope. Jared, there's so many more, like, common Obvious. slang words that mean the same thing you could have said. What I mean by Clutching Pearls is that people are like, how could you show that on my TV while yeah. my kids are Oh, like, yeah. That, no, I mean, there were people Easy. like that, yes. Okay. I, there was way more of that than there should have been. I don't know why anyone's surprised by anything after the Katy Perry and Lady Gaga Super Bowl halftime shows. Literally, you shouldn't be surprised by anything at this point. I was really expecting... Uh, I was I was really expecting... Uh, trying to focus. I, I was really expecting... Uh, I was really... Hold on, I'm a broken record. Give me a second. Um, Gotta wake up. You were really expecting. I was really expecting... Um, <laughs> what was he doing? He tapped my shoulder and he was it about a, hands was it, up. Was he being a hog or something? He just he just put Hogs his hands don't up. Hogs don't do that. I was like, oh, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh, that, the worst chant in the history of football, but I don't know if that was that. Um, Carl might be a little confused. <sighs> what was that? What were you expecting? What were they talking about? Oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't know where I was going. I said something about Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. You shouldn't be surprised by anything. Oh, I was saying that uh, I was expecting Sweet Victory to make a return and them do it right, but that, it didn't. No, I don't know barely. how SpongeBob doesn't just buy an ad in the Super Bowl and just literally buy an ad for that scene and just play it. Because they could. I'm trying to figure... I'm, Nickelodeon's got the money. I'm just saying, just remember how crazy last year was when Travis Scott... Came down from space <laughs> and well, didn't no, play see, Sweet Victory. Unfortunately, it was an awful edit, and you could literally see him standing there before the graphic hit him. And I was like, "Hey, last year's Super Bowl was a halftime show was a mess, just like the Super Bowl itself, a mess." It was such a mess. It was good. It was funny. I, I was so upset. I was so mad when that didn't happen. Oh my god! I, so I was expecting the NFL to like rectify the situation for the Hunter Super Bowl. And, like, not at halftime, but at the end of the game, it just started playing for whatever reason. And, like, the AR, like, SpongeBob band would, like, rise up out of the field. Yeah. You're like, oh, my goodness, it's happening. It didn't happen. No. See, this it is why I should be on the NFL. That big boy was there, so that was okay. Big boy was there, and he drove on the field in a Cadillac and a big fur coat. Amazing. And I was like, oh, man. See, that, that's why I was disappointed in the halftime show this year, was we didn't get, like, those awesome surprise appearances, like, last year, because... We knew we had Travis and a guy who else. I forget who the other person that was. That was the Lil Wayne come out that time. That was a different year. I don't know. But when Big Boy showed up, it was like, "Let's go!" You got hype. But this year, when those guys came on, it was like it, it was more they? like trying to figure out who they were rather exactly. than like, like like one year the Black Eyed Peas just had Slash just show up. Just, yeah, which Wait, I mean, that's just, up. didn't know out of the box. Who showed up for like five seconds in the beginning of the halftime show this year? Yes. Uh, nobody. No, who was playing guitar? Oh, I mean, Shakira was playing Shakira guitar. Playing guitar. Was, no, not Shakira. There was a guy. The two people with her? What are you talking about? Didn't, uh... I'm going to say this one. I have no idea what you're talking I, about. I really do not even remember that. Hold up. Super Bowl. I'm watching it. Because didn't, uh... I just want the violins. There was, like, a group playing violins. Uh, and then she played guitar. I think you're crazy, Jared. I could have swore somebody else showed up. No. 
I mean, it's possible that nobody else showed Jared's up. Jared's so old. He's getting all the Super Bowls. He's seen confused. Hold up. I'm, I'm going to... Here, how about this? Okay, I don't Every think anybody else showed up. Everyone in the Super Bowl 54 halftime show. It wasn't who I thought it was. Ah. Yes. You figured it out? Yeah, I figured it out. That is, that is one thing, honestly. There was not that many surprises, like, in the commercial or in the halftime show. Like, there was not any, like, big, like, movie trailer drops that, like... Because, like, like, two years ago, they dropped, like, the trailer for Logan. And then they dropped uh, the trailer for... What was it? They dropped, I think, a trailer for Mission Impossible, the Avengers, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. This year, it was, like... The biggest thing was the Disney Plus yeah, about all the Marvel... Which everybody knew was coming. Minions. No. Oh, no. Nope. Tomorrow. Nope. That was no. my rise. Honestly, of that probably was the biggest one. Which is which is ridiculous because I mean I was I was looking forward to some good ones. Look, we didn't get anything. Here's the thing: all the Disney Plus stuff was great, but it's going to be on Disney Plus. It's not like those are like movies that they're coming out with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying exactly. Whereas Minions to is going to be a whole big thing, and they're going to make a comeback. It's a prequel. Yeah, Minions has, is somehow going to be an off movie and still make four hundred million dollars. I don't know how how that happens. Kids love Minions, but. And people like memes, so they're going to go see it. It's true. It's fair. So let's talk about those commercials. What was the best commercial? Oh, the Google ad. No. Yeah, I almost cried. That was by far the best. Like, it was the best. That was by far the best. It wasn't but, the funniest, but it was the best. Well, but was they the- had released that one beforehand, so it wasn't a surprise. It still is the best commercial I've seen. Remind me what the Google one was again. Uh, the uh, the guy yeah, t- trying to remember his he, wife. Yeah, because he had Alzheimer's. I think that was the implication, at least. He was like, hey, I Google. Like I feel like I've seen it. I just missed it during the Super Bowl. It's like, hey, Google, uh, remind me of this. Uh, don't forget this and that about Loretta. Like, favorite song, favorite scene from the movie, which was Casablanca. Good movie, by the way. But, um, yeah, it was it was emotional. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely uh, some emotional moments with the commercials, especially with the Anquan Bolden Ooh. and his brother. That was tough. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, too. Josh Jacobs. I think when he when he looked at what was supposed to be representation of his younger self and talking about like, you know, being homeless and stuff like that, like that, tough, tough Indeed. stuff. Uh, I I don't think anybody liked any of the political ads, so get those out nope. of here. Yep, uh, nobody. There was a prop bet on who would be first. It was wasn't it Trump? It was, Trump. It was like yeah. first commercial break. There was only two, I believe. It was Trump and Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Yeah. I wasn't surprised it was the Bloomberg. Surprised yeah. it wasn't more. I, I thought he'd be the first. One. I saw some figures. They were all backloaded because I watched after it. Like I watched like the Mass Singer and stuff, and there were tons of them during that and like in during the post game show. It was weird. They're just hoping they'd leave the TV on. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, because that y'all just don't want to spend a million dollars on one single ad. So well, they did. Although I, I mean, we, no, they did. The, the numbers have came in, and apparently, the Super Bowl numbers went up ninety nine point nine million watches past wow. Super Bowl. It's still down from the high of 114 million when the Patriots played the Seahawks, but it has climbed back up. It, from 2015 on, it was on a decline, and then it bumped back up. And I think it's because the two teams that were playing, it was refreshing. It was nice. Patrick Mahomes, upstart 49ers. I mean, it was interesting. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that kind of also hurt it. Ju- yeah, just because it's refreshing. I think because it's refreshing, kind of hurts it. If the Patriots weren't it, it would be upwards of a hundred million. 
because yeah, people know Tom Brady. Hey. This is going to be one of his last Super Bowls, but Wait, he's not in when it. When the NFL rigs it and the Cowboys play the Patriots, you better watch out. Like that, no, like legit, like, because that's the thing is the Chiefs and the Niners are refreshing, but they're also two of the least national teams in the NFL. I mean, it's refreshing to us because we're diehard sports fans. To the casual sports fan, who's even on these teams? That's what they're yeah. thinking. Because, I mean, the it's Chiefs Kansas are very. They, Kansas City and Kansas. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was great. That was funny. But, like, the Chiefs, I mean, they have all their loyal fans nearby, but they're not very national. And the Niners have not been national for a while. They're also sort of brand new. And, I mean, they even have trouble selling out their games this season at home, let alone mm-hmm. have a national reach. Meanwhile, well, that's because they're trash location. No, I mean, stadium. no, I agree. I agree. That's that's awful. Did, well, it's another bad location for a stadium, which did, is the NFL theme at Did this you point. find it funny in the commercial? Well, there was two, there was two different instances. It was... The one where the kid ran around the United States and he ran past the Chargers and Rams new stadium, and then the other commercial they had. Did you find it funny that the Chargers are building a stadium that they're going to be second fiddle in anyway? <laughs> like they're already there building, and the Ram- where are the Rams at? I don't understand. I'm still very confused as to why they bothered leaving San Diego. It's like, oh man, our stadium. They wanted a new stadium, but isn't it isn't it better than being awful and getting no ticket sales? Because Qualcomm it, still held like 70,000 people. You're, yeah. you're, you're expecting stupid. You're expecting the owners to make rational decisions. It's just so, I mean, it's so unbelievably stupid, like, of them to do that. It's like, it's just, like, just stick it out. Plus, I mean, honestly, you can't expect San Diego to, to build you a new stadium when you're consistently inconsistent. Going, I mean, look at their record. They went like 13 and 3 one year and then went like 5 and 11 the next. Well, they thought they had the upper hand because what else does San Diego have as a sports city? The Padres? <laughs> the Sharks. Wait, no, that's San Jose. Never mind. <laughs> exactly. I was like, San, and I was like, wait, nope, that's not them. How do we get to this again? Because we were just talking about commercials. You know, we're going to go to commercial break, and then we'll come ah. back. We'll get back on the commercial wagon and uh, talk about the couple other commercials that caught our eye. And then after that, we'll get into the SEC basketball preview as this week rolls along. You're watching Analyst Injection Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. As we kind of got off on a tangent, which I knew that we would, just not on what I thought we would be getting off on a tangent on. Let's go back to the Super Bowl commercials right quick and just quickly talk about some of the highlights. Uh, nobody told me that Mr. Peanut <laughs> tragically met his end, but now we have hashtag baby nut <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> it just sounds weird oh i know <laughs> but now we have all right let, 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 me, let me tell you the squad we have here we have baby yoda baby Groot, baby nut and baby grew yeah it's oh man give what's me, next give me one more we got a starting five it's a small lineup but it's dangerous it's dangerous. It really is. How about Kool-Aid Man resurrecting him for for the meme of Kool-Aid yeah, Man yeah, Kool-Aid, forever Kool-Aid, exists? Kool-Aid Man, Mr. Clean. I'm going to assume they're all owned by the same like company. They have to be. They're all going to be in the same commercial, right? When they did that cleaning commercial, they like showed like they didn't a- advertise at the end of the, the brands. They advertised like the company that owned them. Because it was like some conglomerate that they showed and they showed their logo. I, I'm going to assume they're all connected somehow. 
I mean, I, so it I think they get partner up. Our commercial cinematic universe. Yes. I, that I, I is, like that. Like, it's probably going to end up happening soon. Um, there was that one. There was the Alexa commercial. Oh wait, like the in, in like the past, it's like Alexa turn or like uh, turned down the temperature, and then someone like threw some fire out the window or something like that. Yes, right. There was that one. Was trying to, there was a there was a commercial that was trying to be very wholesome about biodegradable shoes. I want to know how that works. I don't. I don't remember that. One. I don't even remember that. You, you don't remember that? No. I don't, why do I remember the weird ones? I think you just remember something that didn't happen. The one guitar person from the halftime show. <laughs> no, the, now this commercial that bi- definitely didn't the happen. The biodegradable shoes is real. Nope. Yes, it is. Jerry, we talked it. about this. They're not real. It's just a figment of your imagination. Oh, uh, what else? What else? I'm trying to remember anything else. The Tide ads. The Tide ads. Awful. <laughs> Dang. You've heard Davis's feelings. Sorry. I thought I like Charlie Day. I thought they were pretty funny. I hate the drawn out ones. Can't stand it. The one reason I liked it is because when that big clean commercial happened, I really thought the Tide ad was going to show up, and it didn't. And it was like that anticipation of when he was finally going to appear. But you never knew when they were going to show up. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. It was good. And he showed up in the Wonder Woman commercial. See, that's the thing. I, throughout it, after the second time I saw him, I was like, all right, I hope he doesn't show up again. And then he kept showing up. So what, He, he should have showed, showed up during the halftime show. That would have been hilarious. If he just walked on stage just behind Shakira and J-Lo. Just like, like, I wish. They did, like, that, they did that two years ago when Terry Bradshaw like spilled it on his shirt before they went to commercial break. And they had that commercial of him going home to wash his shirt. I still think the best cleaning com- cleaning commercial from forever ago is the one where I'm, uh, they like uh, got that stain that was Joe Montana's face, and then yes. his uh, then his good. wife accidentally cleaned it. It was like go because it was the Niners and the Ravens Super Bowl, and she was like go Ravens. That that was that's still one of my favorite commercials. Cause that was so I mean, funny. I, I just think it's funny because the first commercial was a Tide ad, but you didn't know because you saw the Bud Knight show up. The Bud Knight's there, and then like at the end, I remember I looked at Jack and I was like Jack. Was the Bud Knight in a Tie Dad? <laughs> or was the, was Tie Dad in a Bud Knight commercial? No, it was other one. I, I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, no, that's funny. Any other commercials? I'm trying to think. Oh, well, speaking of Bud Knight, Bud Light, I like the Post Malone one. Yeah, they're, they're just like controlling his brain, and they all had. My favorite part was that they all had Post Malone tattoos on them. Yeah, I like. And then there. they showed up in the crowd. Yeah, that was great. That was really funny. Okay. <laughs> they, they had they had the two different drinks too. Did they retire the Clydesdales from uh, the Budweiser commercial? Because they did not oh show up. God, I was, that didn't happen. And I was very surprised because that's a staple. Is the Clydesdales showing up at some point and getting a great commercial again? Because Budweiser all there was a Budweiser commercial, but there were no Clydesdales. Yeah, it was the. You're talking so yeah. fast. Slow down. He's, no, I I I know why it was. It was the typical American commercial. They didn't have the actual horse, which I mean, the, they're a staple. There's the Clydesdales, there's that random emotional commercial that nobody expects, there's all the car commercials trying to get too emotional. Like, come on, where were we? Yeah, they? with uh, Maurice singing Let It Go. <laughs> I gave it to Pringles. I'm sorry, Jared. What? No, keep going. I was, I was going to say, I'll, I'll give it to Pringles because they actually did a funny like com- cartoon tie-in with Rick and Morty. That yeah, that was good. That wasn't like, oh, that's, that's too forced. That was actually pretty funny. That was good. The uh, Mountain Dew one. Oh, oh with the, Brian the, Cranston. Yeah, like that. That, that was funny. There was Groundhog Day. I will say what I, I like the Groundhog Day one. Now, yeah. I will say the worst commercial undisputed is by far that Coke Energy Drink one, just after the experience of having to drink those on game day. Yeah. I agree. Are they disgusting? I don't they're know. Not that, I wouldn't say they they're not disgusting, that but I don't know why they're acting like it's an energy drink. It's normal Coke. 
It's normal Coke with a weird aftertaste. It's guarana extract in it. It's spicy Coke. That's all it is. I've never had an energy drink, so I was like, all right, if this thing actually has any kick in it, it's going to, like, kill me. It woke me up. It didn't, like, I maybe 30 minutes later, I was like, all right, this is a little bit. But I didn't crash. Like, like, it was weird. It wasn't what I expected. This is also a reminder that Coke owns Monster Energy, so. Coke owns everything. They own Dasani. When I went to Germany, that's what all the Coke tasted like there. Was Monster? No, 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 the Coke energy drink. It had the like, oh. same taste, the same aftertaste. The aftertaste is the strangest part for me, but... It's that guarana in it. I know it is, but it's still strange. The creepiest one was the Rocket Mortgage Jason Momoa commercial. Oh, oh my god, that, that was, was so weird. And that, that like started off the whole thing. The, like, I was like, this was about to be wild with commercials, and it really wasn't, but... It was better than last year's, though. Uh, yeah, that is true, but I was just... It was really strange when he's peeling his skin off. He had the anchor arms from SpongeBob. <laughs> All right, let's move on to SEC basketball. There are four games today, Auburn, Arkansas being the big one, but also Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi State traveling to Kentucky, and Missouri <laughs> and Texas A&M. Bless you. Thank you. Because I'm tight. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What language is that? That's German. Jared, I have no idea. Jared once again getting another of my phrase from the 1940s. It's German. <laughs> it's just saying bless you I, in German. Oh, my gosh. All right, uh, SEC basketball. They still use it. It's not from the 1940s. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Uh, out of these games, Auburn-Arkansas is probably the biggest one. Just so everybody knows, Arkansas is a one-point favorite. That doesn't mean a lot, but it does mean they are favored in Vegas. Yeah. And, I mean, we kind of talked about it on yesterday's show. Kind of don't feel good about this game. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't feel good about any game where Auburn's on the road. Isaiah Joe's if he doesn't play, Auburn's got this. That's true. Uh, Arkansas's second leading scorer, I believe, is day to day with Probably. a knee injury inflammation. Yeah. yeah. So there, there is a chance that uh, Arkansas without one of their top players, and that works in Auburn's favor. Yeah, that that's definitely the case. But again, I mean, Auburn has got to be decent on the road, and I mean they did beat Kentucky, but they still played pretty poorly on offense. Auburn is so. now. Tied for Kentucky, but Auburn has a tiebreaker over Kentucky for a second in the SEC, and that's big because you want that top four spot. But it is when I say it is a dog pile in the SEC when it comes to conference wow. record, it is a dog pile. I mean, everybody's in it except for four teams. Well, that that's why I like what the way Bruce Pearl described this next week and a half. It's it's moving week, and he he is a golf term really because on Saturdays it's moving day at a golf tournament because the next day is the you know the final round. Auburn's got to make a move this week by beating Arkansas, LSU, and Alabama, or at least go two and one to have a solid chance at winning or being at the top of the SEC for the tournament. And Jacob, we we were talking last week about how the start of February for Auburn it ain't easy. No, not, not at, at all. all. I mean you you I mean. Playing an Arkansas team that was undefeated for a while. didn't. I think they only lost one non-con game. They're 4-4 four four in SEC play. It was one of those teams in non-conference where we were like, we don't know how good they are until they get to SEC play. For sure. And, I mean, I think most of their losses have been close. I mean, two points South Carolina, seven at Mississippi State, by seven to Kentucky, and then by two to LSU, who is undefeated. So, none of their losses are yeah. even and, bad. And it's a Mississippi State team that hold on because they're going on a run right now. And I, don't they, be surprised Mississippi State is firmly 
in the NCAA tournament as a oh, for sure. eight or nine. They team. might be the SEC. Is this a stretch to say they might be the SEC? No, I take that back. Fourth, I guess they'll be the fourth best team. I was gonna say third, but I think fourth best team might not be a stretch. Right now they are fourth in the standings. I mean, right now you'll put what? You have to put LSU, LSU Auburn, Kentucky, your top three. Yeah, no Flo- question about Florida it. Florida keeps finding a way to lose games. So yeah, I don't know. Florida's weird. Mississippi State beat Florida on the road. Florida is that was the game that proved to me that Mississippi State's for real because they were dominating at home, other than the Auburn game, but they could not win on the road, and they went to Florida and won, and now they're just they've taken off. Yeah, and then you look below them. There's no team that you can argue is better than Mississippi State. I mean, I guess Alabama has a head-to-head win over them. But other than that, yeah, there's no argument. I mean, the SEC is kind of, A, is beating up at each other. But B, I mean, there are some sneaky teams in there. And don't be surprised when it comes SEC tournament time, a teams like Mississippi State are making runs. Well, that's the thing. A lot of, a lot of people expected it to be a down year for the SEC. And in reality, it's not. It's just a big logjam in the middle. So you don't have a team that is exceptionally good because LSU right now is the best team and they didn't have anything crazy go on a non-con play, so you, you didn't really expect that. Like it, You expect Auburn Kentucky to be the dominating ones coming into conference play, but then LSU came out of nowhere. Mississippi State came out of nowhere. So it looks like the SEC is down, but it really isn't. And it really shows in like Ken Palm rankings where, where Auburn's like 33. It, it, it's, it's all kind of messed up, but it'll work itself work itself out in the end. And every day that moves on, we inch closer and closer to March, inch closer and closer to our station-wide... Get, get out of here, Siri. Our station-wide... We get it. You have an Apple Watch. No, it, <laughs> stop! <laughs> uh, Jared gets charged with abuse of Siri. <laughs> well, I told her to shut up one day, and she said, all right, turning off Siri, and I got sad. <laughs> You don't yell at her. She dude. deleted herself. Um, but what was I about to say? We inch closer and closer to our station-wide uh, bracket challenge. Uh, so yes. that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I feel like the max number of brackets they allow me because yeah. I'm, yep. I'm that that's kind of person. Unsurprising. Yeah, I'm that kind of person. ESPN tournament challenge. You're like, I just auto pick like six of them just to get them out. I always do one bracket where I do coin flips for every game. It's great. Like it's my inject into my veins. I need that. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, and is San Diego State still undefeated? At the yes, oh, they're goodness. not gonna lose. They're gonna get a one seed. Yeah. Probably, but are they, they go uh, undefeated? They have to get a one seed. Are they gonna win the championship? Though? No, no, not not at all. No, I saw a bracket where Michigan State, like I think it was Andy Katz's latest bracket. Oh my lord, Michigan State had a. Just a clear path to the final four as a four seed. It was crazy. And then they lost to Wisconsin. It was when? A couple days ago, I think. I think this is after they lost. They got oh. put in a oh, four man. seed. And it was just like, if you didn't pick them to get the final four, you're crazy out of the region they were in. Well, hopefully Auburn gets a nice region that we can all go to. Not Maryland. Tampa. Actually, bad things happen in Tampa. I you want to make a road trip? I want to go back there. PJ Fleck will just appear. The week yeah. road trip there. I want to have flashbacks to. I want to have flashbacks. Let's go ahead and head to our next commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WGL nine one one and Eagle Eye TV.
these brothers my guys know that they fly know that they ride or die i keep boys by my side cj act never go roll with and welcome back inside the extra point four minutes to go until we head to our top of the hour break hello everybody Jared Dildon joining me in the studios, Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. We got four minutes. Where do we go? We can stay on basketball. And talk about Auburn not being ranked by one AP poll voter. Hmm. Jesse Newell of the Kansas City Star did not rank Auburn in his AP Top 25. The only voter to not do so. And, and lately, or I should say throughout the season, John Wilner was you know the kind of guy that was just not buying Auburn, saying Auburn hasn't played anybody which i mean still saturday you could argue but i mean he was really really biased against auburn he still kind of is ranking them only 17 but there's three other guys that are doing that well jesse newell did not rank auburn at all he had 25 he had uh excuse me kentucky at 25 right after auburn beat them and you kind of go through it and or i should say go to his twitter and see what his argument was and it's because auburn is ranked 33rd in ken palm and i believe he uses another metric, another computer metric, and it was, let's see if I can find it really quick. It was the something else that, oh, wait, Torvik. I don't know what Torvik is, but he uses that. It sounds, like, it sounds like some, like, like, powder you put in your water for building muscle mass. Here's his exact oh explanation. Gosh. Here's the exact tweet. So someone asked, how do you have 19-2 Auburn unranked, especially after a nine-point win over number 13 Kentucky? He said, 33 Ken Palm, 37 Torvik, which are top rankings we have to determine best teams. Won lots of close games, but we know from experience that evens out over time. You can bet, you can bet Auburn will be there next week if it wins two this week, but though it'll be an underdog tomorrow, talking about today. So, What about net ranking, which is what the NCAA literally Auburn's uses. net ranking is like 19. And so, so is that not a top metric? It is to the NCAA, but this guy, for whatever reason... Just buys into Ken Palm and Nor or I don't even remember that. He must think Kansas City's barbecue is the best barbecue in the nation too. Okay, to be fair, it's pretty. Did good. you stop? It's pretty good. You st- it's good, but ain't the best. What's the best? Have you eaten it before? I've I'm yeah, generally curious. I, I've had the style. I haven't been to Kansas. I haven't been west of Birmingham, so I obviously I haven't been to Kansas City. I've had the Kansas City. That style. was the one thing I made sure I did when I was there. I had the Kansas City style, and it was. Good. I'm in the impression that either Texas or Carolina barbecues better. That's bold. Is it? It is. Is it? Texas might be up there, but Carolina you might be. I, I, Carolina's probably one of those underrated ones where are we about to have no this, one knows are, about it. Are we about to have this debate? I'm so basic. I no. just eat all barbecue and like it. So I'm just like, if it. I mean, I just <laughs> Dave, like barbecue. Davis. Hmm? What's the best kind of barbecue? The best? Yes. Like style. Kansas City, Texas. Carolina. I don't really eat barbecue. I was going to say, Dave's probably much. like, I mean, he's from Mobile, so if I eat. Mobile? Like the side. only barbecue. I just eat gumbo constantly. I was going to say right? gumbo. That's like, what I was going to say. I'll, I'll not, that all the hey, time. hey, let me speak for myself, please. I was, no. <laughs> the only barbecue I really eat, because we don't have that many good places in Mobile. We have a we have Dreamlands. That. That's it. No, I mean, yeah, no. The, our, our standards not uh-huh. high. I don't think it's very that good. That is a very low standard. No, yeah, my our, our my standard. dad makes some decent barbecue. He makes a good Boston butt, and that's really all I've... That's like the extent of my... I was about to say. But I do have a cousin that works at Jim and Nick's, so I can just go over there sometime. Mobile's, Mobile's claim to fame and expert on food is what, what we know about seafood. That's like our thing. That's fair. We, we, know, we have a lot more to say about that than we would have barbecue. We just eat barbecue just because it's good. All right, well... Anyway, Jesse Newell, his 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 way of ranking teams is trash. 
and it's horrible. I think it's it's some CBS Sports guy. Good lord, uh, Paul Attackers. I think that's what he calls his art. Yeah, Gary Parish. He does this every every week where he, you know, it's called Paul Attacks, and he talks about how someone just has a horrible top twenty five, and he talks about how every single week he gets he gets sent this guy, but he's ignored it because you know he's explained why, you know he ranks teams the way he does but this week he couldn't ignore it because it's so bad Mm-mm-mm. well he's on site now and uh that does it for the first hour we argued about this poll and about barbecue also stick next to texas and carolina but i'll concede that kansas city's top three top three third <laughs> we're gonna head to our top of the hour break our five minute break and when we come back We'll have more of the extra point on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about a little bit more about Auburn basketball, but also moving on to some top stories such as Mookie Betts may be on the move, the Falcons moving on from Vic Beasley, and more. You're watching. Let's the extra point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. We'll be back in about five minutes. Just enjoy the drive. If you're not going to listen to me, who will we listen to? Jeffrey. Ah! Marsha Gay Harden. What? What? Eyes on the road, Dad. What? 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 What are you doing? What? What are you? What are you? What are you doing in my back seat? How did you get in here? You're getting older. Not that old. Your brain's changing. It's natural. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Honey, I've got experience with this. Jeffrey, brain health is all about making the most of your brain as you age and helping to reduce some of the risks to your brain. Really? Now that's interesting. So, you'll talk to her about this, but not me. Marsha Gay Harden? Where did she go? Learn what you can do to help keep your brain healthy at brainhealth.gov. Did she... (laughs) She didn't say goodbye. I mean, I would have... Visit brainhealth.gov. The following is a production of WEGL, 91.1 FM. That ball is gone! It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams! WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series! Where every... Touchdown, Auburn! Sakobi McClain! Game... They're not going to keep him off the field tonight! Holy cow! Live. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard. And joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. One hour down, one more to go here on this Tuesday, February 4th. It's 8.01. And hopefully your Monday's going. I'm sorry, it's Tuesday. You did mm. this last week. Talking about You said it was the last day of January for an hour and 45 minutes. See, I went back and listened, and I thought you said the last show of January. Which said, was, well, that was a fact. I said last day, and if you think about it, if you watch just the show and don't look at a calendar, it was. <laughs> you see, so so if you, you basically your extra point exactly, yeah, which you should, but I mean, you should. I mean, it's a good it's point. The best show in the state of Alabama. That's all I'm saying. 
Mookie Betts. All right. So Mookie. I've done more Auburn basketball. Yeah. You liked it in uh, years. Well, I don't know. We can go to Mookie Betts. We can go to Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts on the move. The Dodgers and Padres are apparently in on it. It doesn't look like he's staying what, in Boston. Who is the who? What player is the Padres not on? I mean, I mean, they got. I mean, they won every single big time free agent in the. Or were the trade, Padres, Padres even good last year? No, the, the Padres are awful. They have Machado, right? I think that's the guy they got. That's the one guy they've got because they wanted Harper as well. They wanted to get both of them, but sounds, that was sounds like the crazy. Knicks. They just want everybody. They, they do because they actually, so bad. but they actually got them. Uh, the, the, the they, they did. Okay, rather than getting Julius Randle, they actually got somebody. Okay, yeah, cool. cool. Uh, so Mookie Betts is on the move. I don't know where he'll end up, but it looks like he won't be in Boston. That's tough. Yeah, so the the Red Sox. Uh, See, literally the four days ago, there was an article on ESPN said Mookie Watch. What we're hearing as bets to Dodgers and in parentheses or Padres trade rumors swirl. It's just like they just want to have their name on the articles. And but you know, base, not getting them. Baseball all season is so lame. Nothing happens. I mean, if you compare it to the NBA, I mean, honestly, if you compare anything to the NBA, the off seasons are trash. Like, I was about to say, the most interesting thing we got last year is Bryce Harper went to the Phillies and then and it wore, took three freaking months. It was stupid. And then, he, and then he wore all of his Nationals gear and said, I really want to bring a championship to Washington, which and ironically it happened. Happen. So that's like the best thing I can remember. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty uneventful compared to, I mean, the NFL and the NBA are our biggest sample size. And I mean, the NFL doesn't get crazy, but there's that occasional like, oh my gosh, they made a trade. Or, the, the, the NFL can get... Weird. Depends, it depends on the teams in the draft because that can entirely determine how crazy yeah. it gets. There's never really a, like a big free agency thing though. Like there's there might be one or two big guys, but other than that, yeah, no big it's deal. less moves during the off season and just news from the off season for the True. NFL. Yep. Like things can just it just gets crazy. The Falcons are moving on from Vic Beasley. That's and they happening. Tweeted about it and someone said. That tweet was so funny. <laughs> that was Source, literally us, the Falcons, which has happened before with the Toronto Blue Jays, so I'll give them credit for the Falcons. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess it's kind of weird if the own Twitter account is tweeting out that they're not going to negotiate. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting, That's too. new. I don't, I don't know. I don't, are, are they setting up for an angle or something? I, that was a little strange. I don't, I don't recall many teams doing anything like that. It's like, it's like they're trying to get out in front of something. Yeah. Like something's about to happen. And they're trying to get out in front of it, like, hey, we're not doing this. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so Vic Beasley, guess he's done for the Falcons. And Mahomes says, because, you know, contract stuff is coming up, Mahomes said that he wants to be in KZ for a long time. And another quarterback, Dak Prescott, is apparently going to get franchise tagged by the Dallas Cowboys. The quarterback market is a mess because, like, Mahomes is going to get – he should get $40 million. He deserves $40 million. And then Deshaun Watson – has said that he wants to wait till Mahomes gets his contract to get more than Mahomes, which is hilarious because Deshaun Watson cannot win in the divisional round. <laughs> but then again, the Texans made Bill O'Brien the GM for whatever reason. They, oh, they said it's been like this for nine months, so we might as well just go with and it. And I'm like, That was literally the, the like, reasoning behind it. it. The te- um, it's just so, which you know they're going to give Watson that money because they're, they're perfectly content with being decent. Does Watson deserve a nice paycheck? Yes. Not, not more than Mahomes. But the Texans are going to have to do it. Because he's going to set the market, and then the Cowboys are going to be in trouble because if they, if they franchise <laughs> Dak, they're going to have to sign Dak to $40 million, which will be the Redskins Super Bowl, by the way. If they sign Dak to a $40 million contract, Man, I think, there will be a parade I in think D.C. at that point, the Cowboys are probably going to have to walk. 
because there's no way Dak is worth that much. Dak's not. Dak's barely worth thirty million at this point. I mean, a painfully average quarterback. I know the market's moving, right? So we say, you know, thirty million. That's like a lot, and it still is a lot of money. But like these contracts are about to get real crazy real quick, and they really need that new uh, C, uh, the the lockout that's going to happen. What, CBA. Yeah, they they need that CBA to the, go ahead and come through because the market's about to implode, just top on its head, just like the the NBA's uh, the how the NBA came out the last couple of days and said, "Hey, we're not making as much money as we thought, so your salary cap's coming down a little bit." Yeah, or your salary hits coming down a little bit. It's kind of strange. I mean, then you've got you got news of Kittle apparently is going to get the biggest tight end contract of all time. He's not even going to set the market. He's going to completely shatter it. I Which, mean, these contracts are getting bigger, and we knew they were going to get bigger. It's just going to be interesting how these teams handle that. Yeah, because they're definitely going to the Houston Texans are going to overpay for Deshaun Watson. The Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to assume, are going to overpay for Dak Prescott because they're in the end, at the end of the day, they're not going to let him walk. No, they aren't. Even but, though they should, probably. Even though, even though they should, and that would be probably a bad decision to let Dak Prescott walk because he's had his moments. He is a good quarterback. I think you should just stick with him because other than Dak Prescott, who are you going to get? My thing with that is that the reason Dak is great is because the team they've built around him is so good. I mean, they've got a great defense with great linebackers they've got. A great defensive front. They've got a great offensive line. They've got a great running back. They've got a decent receiving core. They've got some decent cornerbacks. But if you sign Dak, somebody's got to go somewhere. You either lose the offensive line, who is the highest paid offensive line in the league, I believe, combined pay, or you can't sign Cooper, or you can't sign Van Der Esch or Jalen Smith, or you can't, you know, they're going to lose somebody that's going to be a problem. Plus, it's just, I mean, are you paying a quarterback that much money to go 8-8? Eight and eight? I mean, Dak was maybe not the sole reason they went eight and eight, but he was also not a, he was also you know not a reason for their success. So, I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, that's the, kind of the top stories right now here in the second hour. I was about to say, big stuff going on. I don't want to get too much into the NFL because look, NFL season's over. You know what season is now? XFL. It's time for the XFL. Mm-hmm. Everybody got the favorite team yet? I'm not. Uh, I haven't decided. I'm going with the Renegades. They got they got that mascot yeah. that um uh, you could always use in like Madden 2008. The Bandit? Dallas, because they went Alex, psychotic the during the draft. Do the Renegade, Alex. No. Uh, Davis? I haven't decided. You haven't decided? Did you just do the Renegade, Davis? I did the one part of it I know. Oh, gosh. That's well, not... we need you to decide before we I, get to I am, I am. I got a team. Actually, wait, no. I'm going to pick... Uh, oh, who was the coach that I really thought was... Uh, whoever Bob Stoops is coaching. The Renegades. Uh, yeah, yes. the Renegades. Yeah, the Renegades. Let's yes. go. It's the Renegades. I love it. I, I wanted... I was going to be Renegades because they went really, really crazy uh, during their uh, draft. And on top of that, they drafted a lot of Auburn players. I think they're down to two now. Yeah, they cut them. What team is Taylor Heineke on? Oh, Battlehawks. I'm going to avoid that team then. Oh. (laughs) Didn't think that's where you were going with that. Yeah. You know what? Actually, forget that. Give me uh, the Dragons. Really? Are you a UAB fan? Uh, No, Jim Zorn. Sad thing is, Jim Zorn's probably the third best Redskins coach in the last ten years. So, Cameron Payne is on the Renegades, right? I looked that up. Yes, I think. So, talk about So, we're we're going to a brand new league with eight teams. You can pick any of them, and you're gonna hitch your wagon to a former Redskins. Have you not learned your lesson? Have you not learned your lesson? Hey, um, 
I have learned my lesson. Kyle Shanahan, Super Bowl, Matt LaFleur, NFC Championship game. I mean, I've learned my lesson. They're all great. Turn his mic off. Every single Redskins coach that is not on the Redskins is great. Jay Gruden's about to lead the number one offense in the league somehow. It's so sad. I don't, anyway, I don't think that's how this works. Cameron Arts paint is on the Renegades, and Ooh. did you know? Who, guess who the betting favorites are for leading rusher and leading receiver in the XFL? I know that answer, so I'm gonna let those two go for it. Sammy Coates and Cameron Arts paint. Yes. Boom. Let's go. I'm either I'm deciding between the Renegades and the Roughnecks. That should be that should be the best rivalry in the XFL. Yeah. Renegades By far. And Roughnecks. I mean, what what, are, what I mean, what else do they have? You've got. Well, you got the Miami, the Miami Tampa Bay Vipers. Versus, I mean, he's, they, he's trying to pick rivalries. Oh, oh, yeah, no, that, other I mean, rivalries. I mean, the only thing uh, I can think of is like, I mean, New York and DC, maybe. Alex, what team did you choose? Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm torn between the Renegades and, of course, the Seattle Dragons. There's the Renegades. God, oh, fine. I'll yes. take the Dragons. Give me Jim Zorn and the Swinging Gate. Oh God, if they run that. <laughs> if they run that. I will. I will buy a uh, Seattle Dragons jersey. <laughs> I was big on the Renegades, but then I had to make the switch to the Battle Hawks. Just to spike Carter? Yes. I mean, <laughs> okay, but like, legitimately, though, are the Renegades not going to be the best team? They should. They have the best coach. <laughs> I was going to yes. say, having Bob Stoops, you better be the best team compared compared to freaking Jim Zorn and others. Kevin Gilbride and Mark Trestman. I'm just saying, the Battle Hawks have the best helmet. Don't tell Carter I'm, that. Wait, I, what is the Battle Hawks helmet? Hold up. You're just trying to tick him off. I can I can feel him I can hear him like stomping his way in here. <laughs> the Battles are the best helmet. I'm trying to oh with the wings. Yes, looking Cameron like the Seahawks. The Seahawks. I mean the uh-huh. Eagles. No, the Eagles. Dang it! What? What's on wrong earth? with you? I'm losing it. Gosh, I mean, did you ever have it? Have what? Yes. No. Um. I mean, can we all agree? Who's the worst jersey though? Can we? I th- I feel like it's the Vipers. I feel like it's undisputedly. Yeah, the I have Vi- no. Yeah, I have no idea what what they're doing. You, have you seen their uniforms? Yes. It, it's a mess. I wish I hadn't. It's a mess of color. Like that one, I think is by far the worst. I think the top. I mean, you can you can sort of pick your poison on that one. I mean, the most basic ones I think are the DC Defenders. Probably, they're just DC like, is clean. Yeah, not then. Yeah, it's not too like over the top. It's just you know. Who, who's the first game on Saturday? Uh, I don't know. Let me go look. Go look at go at the schedule. It's not up here for me. Schedule. Oh, look, there it is. Hold up. I'm gonna go full screen. Uh, Seattle taking on DC at 1 p.m. Central Time on. <coughs> Sorry, I'm getting choked up. Where's that? On uh, I'm looking at it on our graphic that we have up. Uh, no, I was talking about. Point. Never mind. Never oh, mind. where's it at? Like where's the game? No, 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 no. Forget it. Forget about it. What are you gonna say? Nothing. I'm not going to explain it. It's too the craziest thing is that, you know, I'm, look, I'm looking at their TV. They, I found the TV schedule. I mean, they've got stuff on ABC, Fox, ESPN, they have Fox a, Sport 1. They, they oh, have perfect that, on Saturday, yeah. right right after the Auburn game ends. How long do you think Auburn game will last? It starts at 11, and it's going to end at 1. Uh, I don't know. That Kentucky game was three hours because all those that, throws. It wasn't three hours, and it's only three hours because game day. It was two and a half hours, and it's because of all the fouls and the game day. So we're going to miss. This game will go by much quicker. We're going to miss the opening of XFL. Oh, man, I really I mean, want to like, see Vince do off. something. Give him a plate on the Jumbotron, Jared. Do it. I don't think you know what I do. <laughs> I, I don't think you know what I do at all. Well, you should, you you should have, do that. You said you have connections. That doesn't mean I'm going to utilize them. Ah. Um, Boo. Yeah, I, on su- Sundays we're going to be where it's at because I believe the Renegades happen to play the Battle Hawks, which are my two. Sunday at four. My, my two teams that I, I hold near and dear to my heart. I will uh, say, I mean, this looks very well planned out. Like, I mean, you only got two games a day. You're it, it's just it like the AAF. It's 
it is very well planned out. I think the TV deals are what's going to do it. Yeah. Because it was so hard to watch the AAF. Plus, CBS is like, in my opinion, like, unless it's Jim Nance and Roma, I really do not like watching anything on CBS. So, Are they going to have big names on the jerseys again? Oh, that'd be so Is there going to be a he hate me too? <laughs> I, I don't think they have nicknames. I no. wish. But the new rules are going to be cool. I'm really looking forward to the two forward pass link. Uh, you can do two forward <laughs> That's going to be bold. Oh, Speaking of rule changes, did you see North Korea's basketball rules? Oh, my I feel like we already talked about this. Did we? Yes. Oh. Uh, wow. Are you okay? Well, no, we didn't. We did last week. No, I don't. I think we did. No we did. way. No, we definitely. We, we did. Was it on air or off air that we talked about it? it? It was not on air. I guarantee it. Was it on air? I feel like it was on air, but he might be right. I know we talked about it. I'm sure we I talked saw, about it at some can, point, but not on the air. Say. Well, this is what we'll do. Since NBA is next, we'll head to a commercial break, and when we come back, I never thought I would say this sentence. We'll talk North Korean basketball. Yes. And then we'll head over to the NBA. You're watching. And we'll take point here on WEGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dodd and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. All right, Davis, I'm just going to let you have it. Uh, something, something about North Korean basketball. Well, they changed their rules, so I I remember most of them, but if I forget one, just kind of like throw it in there. You, you, have to like, I, you have to like, I know what that is. If we, if we talked about it last week, I thought you did. <laughs> I we, did not, I, we did not talk about last I week. I could not even remember how many days were in January last week. That's true. And I could not remember the day today. What makes you think I'm going to remember these rules? All right. I've got, I've got the rules right here, though. I, is your name Davis? In, in case you forget them. Thank you. Go ahead. They changed dunks to be three points. They changed three-pointers to four, something like that. If the ball doesn't touch the rim. Oh, yeah. It's so stupid. swoosh. Uh... Points within the last two minutes are now eight points. Three minutes. Okay, sorry. That's all I remember. And a point is deducted for missed free throws. Oh yeah. Which actually is not the worst idea. What about the the not, did y'all did maybe I missed it. the last two minutes of the game? Last three minutes of the game, every single made shot is eight points. <laughs> which I think it's crazy. Comeback season. I mean, if you're down like by 50 points, I mean, comebacks are not <laughs> like, out of the question. Literally, that's seven baskets if you don't let them score. How can I watch North Korean basketball? Um, I doubt. Let, let me see this article and you see if You have to move to North Korea. Probably. I'm sure. I'm sure you could just. I'm sure it's some YouTube bootleg live stream is going to have them. I feel like that's and, not going to happen. That'd be sketchy, and you'd get hacked real bad. Can, no, you, I mean, can you imagine like, coming out to the extra point and talking about XFL and North Korean basketball? <laughs> because that's all we'll that's have. That's going to happen in like it's April. It's 100 points. Once, once March Madness ends, we're going to be in trouble. Jacob, I hope you're ready for Auburn Midweek Baseball, XFL, and North Korean basketball. But, oh, wait. By the way, our, today is the extra point's birthday for his relaunch. Really? One, one year ago today is when we relaunched in this new setup with TV ca- uh, TV cameras and all. What was it? So it was just a regular radio show beforehand? Yeah. 
No, um, I mean, no, you haven't you always well, had? It, it was a TV show, but it wasn't. I, we forget those moments. Okay. It was like when the NFL wasn't the NFL. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> It's like the 1930s? Yes. Like the Bears? Hey, if you watched those first few shows, yeah, it looks like the 1930s. If you watched it, it's actually pulled up in there. We can go look at it. All right, yeah, let's do it. We can go look at it after the show. But our first show on February 4th of 2019, I guess, yeah. Yeah. It was was rough. It was rough. I mean, Carter had like like an actual like facial hair going on. (laughs) He looked like we pulled him off the street. (laughs) Jack, we couldn't even see Jack's face because the way the camera was set up, it was one camera. That was it. It was just one camera. Oh my god! It was sitting right up here. You never saw my face. The only faces you could see was Carter looking depressed in the corner and <laughs> Jacob in his same seat over there. That was all you could see. It's pretty. And amazing. it was seven a.m., so it was our original time slot. Man, last semester was so great. Last semester was bad. It was great. Why was it bad? Because we didn't want to be there. I I was plenty happy to be there at 11 a.m. Instead of freaking Oh, 7 last semester. Not last year. Okay. Last yeah. semester. Last semester. Okay, last semester was great. But. Times have changed. Times have changed. Literally and figuratively. I, I, think, I think this semester will be better than our first semester because we've been through it already. And also, I feel as though. That first semester, we were doing it because we wanted to do something cool. Now it's we're doing it because we, we just want to have fun. Yeah, that, that first semester was, wow. The first semester was bad. because I don't think it was that bad. Like it, it, it's not to the level we are at now, but like, so the, holy cow. These individual cameras was not till last semester then. Jared yes. broke the Weagle Bank with these cameras. Yes. I don't have to tell you how many times I have bothered Bryn and Britt. Here's a story. Cause we only have eight minutes, so we might as well just go through it. Here's mm-hmm. a story. There was I. I had asked Brett. I was like, Brett, we need. I, I need a camera. By the way, one of these cameras is mine that I personally bought. I just want you to know that the one that's facing me is my personal camera. Cause I mean, I'm beautiful. You need to get all the facial that's, features. Not the, what I was thinking. So to go on. I told Brett we need a we need a camera. This man, God bless Brett, because. Honestly, like real talk, let me be real for a second. If it wasn't for Britt, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be sports director. Britt made this job worth it. You know? And for all the jokes that I pull on him and stuff like that, and all the times I know I've made him upset, man, Britt's the homie. If Britt if Britt for whatever reason wasn't here uh the next day because he got a better job or whatever, I'd quit. I quit. Jared, you can't leave Weagle in disarray like that. I, no, I would. I was gonna say that's a down. That's a spiral you'd leave us in. I, 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 w- I would pull. I would pull Andre Iguodala and just sit out. <laughs> I'm I, done. Trade I, me. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, no, trade me. I'm out. Trade me to Iguodala. I go to Iguodala. I if if Britt left, I'm gone. Britt's the homie. He he, he Britt's my shooter, bro. So basically, what you're saying what you're saying is without Britt, none of us are worth it. Yes. Damn. So, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to say that, but yeah. Jared, you've, ju- you've just poked a hole in every single motivational speech you've ever given. Because now, none of us be anything. Don't worry. That's what I was about to say. I know. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean all that. But uh, <laughs> No, no, you guys are still worth it. But th- that's how much Britt means to me. That, that's fair. That's fair. So I hope Britt's listening. This is going to be really awkward. Oh, he You're saying li- this to like oh, he two never people. Li- he never listens. Ah, uh, dang. So Britt's <laughs> never going to hear this? Oh, he'll, he'll hear it because I'll send it to him. Ah, uh, yes. I'll, I'll send him okay. the audio clip. Um... Well, there was one day where I was like, I need a webcam. 
So Brent, man, hopped in his truck, drove to Best Buy. I remember it was like six thirty, seven o'clock. I think it was like an Auburn basketball game that night too. So he was gonna go to an Auburn basketball game. I remember he walked into the studio. I'm sitting in the bullpen just working on the show. He walks in, looks at me, throws the camera. I just catch it. He was like, "All right, don't ask for anything else." And he walked away. Mic drop moment. I like it. And Jared didn't listen to that. I did not listen. I was about to say because there seems to be one, two, three more cameras at least. Plus, oh yeah, I was about, I was about to say plus four. Up cam. I know. And there's an extra one in there. I was gonna say, there's Jared. Not oh my using. gosh. That I don't know how to utilize yet. I don't know where to put it. You should put it like on the ground for like a hero shot when we walk in. <laughs> I could do a door cam. Can we not do? Freaking starting lineups. We can do starting lineups, but you gotta, you guys gotta do that. I don't starting lineups. That. Okay. So here's the plan. So now that we've implemented videos into OBS, which is the system that we use, we can do the football starting lineups where they rise up and they just spin around. Oh we can do that. Oh my gosh! Can they be like the awful graphics from the Super Bowl? Yes. Like we're drawn. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, the comics. Okay, that was cool. No, no, awful. What? No, that was terrible. Like, Some of them were looked okay, Patrick but Mahomes Patrick Mahomes was off. Terrible. Like, like the, the the comic book drawing when they yes, scored. No, yeah, that, that and like that? and like the plus you, six like a you video. You know, game? you would love a Christopher McCaffrey version of that. No, yes, you would. I, I would. So bad. If it looked as bad as Patrick Mahomes did, Mahomes I would was not like awful. Wait, did you not like it because they didn't look like the actual person? I mean, I like Raheem Mostert was the only one that looked semi decent. Is the idea cool? No, no, no. Why don't you use a real picture? What did you guys think about? What did you guys think about the new score bug? I don't mm-hmm. care for it. Italicized crap. It's just and I didn't like stupid. like the plus six like a video. It was okay, like a video yeah, game yeah, score. Yeah, you're, you're right. It was about kind that. of absurd. Yeah, you're right about that. It, I didn't even notice it until later on in the game. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's awful. It I think like, so. They're not going to have the drawings regularly less, next season. Like they just can't. Do, like imagine a Dick Stockton called Panthers game with that. That's not going to happen. They have a whole offseason to draw. But I really hope they don't have <laughs> that massive freaking touchdown. It's like who was the first touchdown for Four Niners? Yushek. Yushek. They didn't have a drawing for him. It just said touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> they I mean, like, look, we didn't think he was going to thing. Here's the thing with Fox. Jeez. When dealing with watching Fox, I mean, they've got to have everything top of the line to make up for the fact that Joe Buck and Tregman are the ones talking. And then now, with everything else dropped in quality, now it's just terrible. Because, I mean, you know, they have the halftime show with Terry and Jimmy Johnson, which I could watch on repeat because they're awesome. They had the solid scoreboard. They had everything. And then, nah, but then they had Joe Buck and Tregman. Now, everything is of equal quality. You've got Trekman saying what happens on third down will affect fourth down, and you've got those awful hand-drawn graphics for touchdowns. We're going to CBS listening to Romo and uh, Jim Nance. I Wait, love no. It. I love Romo's it. going to ESPN, so never we, mind. We should commission people to draw comics of us. No. That's, yes. Yes. No. <laughs> we that could be the player it. hit. Nope. Well, I think player hit. That could be the, the, the our hits. Yeah, we could do that. We no. should do the lineup thing. That'd be hilarious. No, you guys have to do it. Alex Houston, Ashton Place Preschool. That'd be great. Because the only, the only time I have in the office is 2 o'clock today, to like 2 to 4. It's the only time I'm in the office for an extended period of time. You, you said 2 to forever like uh, like 10 minutes ago. Okay, 2 to forever is 2 to 4 in my head. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, because I'm hungry. I hope Devin knows that. <laughs> By the way, Devin shows up at 4.40. Okay, it's actually 1 to 4, but that's neither here nor there. Um, wow. We talk we, about a tangent. We, that's our. That's our how do we? One how do we start? With, didn't we start with North Korea basketball? <laughs> yes, <though>? we did. <laughs> we started with North Korea basketball. Oh, then we started with the XFL in North Korea. Then you talked about uh, the extra point last yeah, year, it, it and then we got to Here. starting lineup somehow. Or oh, then my sentimental Brit moment. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, another oh, moment. Oh, and also happy birthday to Eagle Eye Station Manager 
Grace Catherine Reynolds. Uh, she is now, I don't know how old she is, but my friend but for the last But she's still younger than Jared, because Jared's probably not as old as Jared. Yeah, not as old as me. <laughs> what are you, uh, like 32? <laughs> oh, no. I am 24. Oh, oops. Uh, We're like 42. In my sophomore year, Grace came in as a freshman, very quiet, never said anything, and now I can't get her to shut up. She's come out of her this show. Is, you're, Jared, you're getting so sentimental. Uh, rest of Weagle means nothing to you, and Grace was <laughs> now Grace won't shut up. So yeah. what else you got? Keep going. Um, let's see. What else do I have? Um, I have a heart murmur. <laughs> Jared, you okay? Yeah. No. It's about time for a commercial break. In my oh my God. It, it is, I'm trying to fill for the next six seconds. What? That's when I'm allowed to take a commercial break. That is not. What? Jared, we're not just going to gloss over that. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is 100 years old, so it's like, you know, it's about I'm that tw- time. 24 is <laughs> not even that old. You got 32 and then Jared, 100. I'm barely 18, so you're like ancient to me. I like, okay, like 24 is not even that old. And if, if you didn't know, if I didn't say I was 24, if you didn't know what, how old I was, you'd think I was still like 20 or 21. No. Nope. I guess 30. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? You wouldn't think I'm like 20 or 21 if I didn't say my age? Wait, hey, and what I, you, How old do you think I was when you first met me? Uh, like 20, but Alex called you Mr. Dillard Oh, yeah, because I, I was confused. I had never seen anything where students ran stuff. I was confused. He called you I was, Mr. I was Dillard like, for I was a whole the faculty week. No, it was for a day. Nope. It was for a day. No, 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 That's no, a lie. No, no. That's a lie. I, I, I don't even let my own students call me. Like, it's I mean, weird. I was. I did not expect this to be entirely student run. I was kind of. I was kind of taking it back for a second. <laughs> yeah, we don't call Brit Mr. Bowen. We just call him. Big I mean, time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that now. Oh, by the way, it's not big time Brit Bowen anymore. It's big, big game, game Brit yeah. Bowen. <laughs> yeah. So when you see big game, make sure you let them know. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's what go. Honor. Let's go ahead and head to our commercial break, and when we come back, less about Brit and more about the NBA as we head over there and. Hopefully, don't get off track. You're watching, listening to this rambling edition of the Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. <laughs> well, welcome back to Extra Point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Guys, I'm having fun. I don't know about you guys. I, no, this is awesome. I'm having fun. Um, Jared Dillard, your handsome, beautiful, gracious, stunning, dashing, uh, award-winning. Jared, we talked about this. Don't lie to the fans. <laughs> I'll lie all I want. I ain't syndicated. Uh, <laughs> host. It's true. And joining me in the studio is Alec Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jacob Hillman. As we move on to the NBA. We'll try to. And news coming in via Shams and music director J.P. Williams. Yeah, let's credit J.P. with this news. <laughs> He's got the inside inside wow. scoop. Hashtag no source insider saying the Heat are interested in Andre Iguodala, who has not played for the Memphis Grizzlies this year, still sitting out. Honestly, I forgot he was sitting out. Well, I mean... It, I mean, there's a reason to remember him because you know, Jaws been the story of the Grizzlies. And then, of course, Dylan Brooks came out and voiced his displeasure with them last night, and John Morant agreed with them. 
So Andre Iguodala trying to get out of Memphis. And um, the Grizzlies, I said the Grizzlies, John Morant, Dylan Brooks, and the likes are saying, trade them because we want to show them when we play them eventually. This is what the Grizzlies are about. I don't know why he, he so doesn't want to play for them. Does anybody really know? Because he's 36 years old and doesn't have a lot of time left, and the Grizzlies aren't going to win a championship in the next one Yeah, he was, he was playing for contender. Which, like... Did he get traded there, or did he leave the Warriors? He got traded. traded there. Right, he did get traded. He got traded there, and he didn't want to play there, which I respect, because there's a lot of times people are like, I get traded somewhere, trade me. Right? I don't want to be here. I would be more upset if he played and then sat out, like, okay, this isn't going to work. Should we be upset? Or, like... Is it wrong what he's doing? I guess it's a better question. I, I understand from his perspective what he sees is best for him. But should he suck should he suck it up and play? Yeah, I, it's kind of a tough thing. Like it depends on if you're if you're backing the play. Like, I'm gonna say oh, if you're backing the player, then oh absolutely. But then you think, well, what about the other players on his team? It, it's a tough position. Because I, I, I it, it's a double edged sword because I'm thinking to myself he doesn't want to be in Memphis, and he made that very clear the date he was traded. If he sucked it up and played because he loved the game or whatever excuse that there may be, he's taking playing time away from somebody who wants to play for that team. But it's also very difficult to trade a 36-year-old guy who doesn't play. A lot it's of true. Want. How bad is his contract? It's not great. How much money? He's we still about? a quality player. People are going to um, want him. Let me go look at his contract right now, and I'll see. I know the Warriors dropped money on him as they dropped money. On I, I gotta assume his age and his contract are two things that are holding I'm gonna him back. Bet twelve million. Um, it's gonna be double digits. contract. It's the first. It's one of the first things that comes up. All right, so it he signed a three-year, forty-eight million dollar deal. So we're looking at sixteen million. Oh, that's close. Ooh, yikes! Sixty million for a thirty-six-year-old wing defender whose offensive skill set is non-existent at this point. Okay, I can see why the Grizzlies have not found a trade partner yet. I mean, the only person that might even want him back is the Warriors, and they're not going to do it. No. thing is, there's, I mean... There's a reason why they traded him in the first place. There's a, there's a thing where players like him are not exactly wanted anymore because nobody cares about defense. Huh? D- like, guys that are known for their defense are not exactly the thing that people are really going after. Robert much. Covington is one of the highest... Robert Covington is also a much, is a much better three-point shooter. But he, they want people. There's so many teams that want him right now because he's one of the best wing defenders in the game. But he also supplies a much better offensive. Sk- I'm talking about like Ron Artest, like or Dennis Rodman type of just defenders that have no offensive contribution. Iguodala's offensive contribution is not very much at this point. I feel like you're wrong. I just want to say that. But what's an example? Robert Covington's a good three point shooter and a great. If Rudy Gobert was available for trade, every single team in the league would try Rudy to go Gobert for him. Also, is not some guy that averages under ten points a game. He's averaging like what thirteen. Oh. Plus, I'm talking about... They're all on pick and rolls. He's not doing his own thing know, in the I'm, paint. I'm talking about... I'm not talking about, like, centers. I'm talking about, like... Because those are shot blocking. They provide rebounding. I'm talking, like, wing defenders that are just defenders. You don't get that much anymore. You, you're dealing with a lot of guys where you have to be able to contribute on offense. People like Ron, people like Ron Artest and Dennis Rodman are the two biggest examples I can think of of guys that just play defense and do not contribute to the offense. They're not much of a premium anymore. Yeah. Like think think of, when you think of the guys who are around the league for being the better defenders, PJ Tucker, good three point shooter, Robert Covington, good Andre Roberson. Andre Roberson has not played in two years, and even when he did, he was one of the best defenders in the league, and he could not do anything on offense. But That's he was true. still a valuable part of that team because he's a great defender. But you didn't see people trading for him, and you also didn't see because they signed him to a big deal. Exactly. That's my point. That's 
What? That's not your point. No many people are going after him, and he's also not played for They're two years. They're not going years. after I'm going to let y'all argue while I'm doing my Instagram posts. What they, is, it, is it a TB? Whoa. T- no, it's Tuesday? happy birthday for Grace. My headphones tell just her, messed tell up. Tell her I can't get you to shut up. Put Jerry, that did you do something to my headphones? Because they're messed up. What? I can only hear out of one ear now. That's, that's a you thing. That, that's what continue, that headphones continue like. Continue your argument. Davis, I mean, Andre Robertson no, no, is the no, only no. example you can think of. I can think of more if you give me yeah. a second, but you're saying that's your point, that they paid him big money, but that's not your point. I mean, but no, it's the same thing with Iguodala. Once he got stuck with that contract, people are not going to deal with that contract because of But no, your point isn't that they gave him big money because he doesn't have an offensive skill set. You're saying that... What was your... I don't even know what you're talking about. Your point doesn't make sense. Defe- like, defensive-only players are not that big of a premium in the league. Also, Robeson's contract was not that big. Only three years, $30 million. $10 millions for a guy that doesn't have any offensive I mean, Solomon game. Hill got a big contract. Got a bigger contract than that. Seriously, though, what are other examples around the league of... Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist is not... They, they more or less signed a big contract because of potential, and now he's stuck with the Hornets. And he's actually a good defender. He, no, I'm not saying good defenders don't exist. Do I'm I need s- to go through roster by roster for you? I'm not saying good defenders don't exist, Davis. I'm saying that... All right, I'm back. Oh, he's back. I'm saying you that... Did you your post, Jared? I did. I think it's a good post. Check my story out. At Jared Dillard on that Instagram. Lar- that I'm getting gr- better at it. D- Defensive-only players are not a premium in the league. Mm. I, didn't do, I didn't do throwback They're Thursday. not something that are greatly desired. Again, Kid Gilchrist. That wasn't also, the point you started out that with. Is. That no, is. That not. is the point. That's why no. they can't trade for Iguodala because nobody wants a guy that just plays defense. He does more than play defense. I've only listened to 30 seconds of the conversation, but I agree. His Andre Andre his skill set is on offense is He's a three and D player, and that is a valuable player in today's league. He's not a great three and D player. He's not a great offensive player anymore. But he's he just gonna stay in the corner and shoot threes. That's all he's gonna do. But let's see. If we will look at this. When he was on he's the not Warriors. Gonna, I'm not saying he's going to finish he's the game. Both, he's not going to step back three. He's going to stay in the corner. I'm getting better at Instagram. Those are actual throwbacks. But he's yeah, not he's good at it. Yeah. Let's see. He shot 28% one year, 35%, 32%. It's about average. Painfully average. But he's still a team leader, a good defender, a decent shooter. He can still provide offense. You're discounting Andre Iguodala. Former All-Star, Finals MVP, a great piece What's for that Warriors all- oh, team. Yeah, he was an all-star in 2011. Games, hey, games how was he an all-star night? in 2011? Because he played good for the 76ers. He got 12 points a game. What the heck? Games last night, Golden State defeated the Wizards 125-117. to I assume it's the only way to get you guys to stop arguing. Orlando no, yeah, defeated Charlotte 112-100. to The Knicks. I one ear right now. It's really bothering me. <laughs> that head's the off. same way. Did, what on earth? Yeah, just, 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 just. Survive and adapt. I think the Benadryl will finally uh, roar off. The, the Knicks beat the Cavs 139-134 to 134 in the toilet bowl in overtime. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets 119-97 to 97 over Phoenix. Did Jared Harper play? Yeah, he scored yeah, first, his first career scored. points. Ooh, buddy. Here we go. See, it's a nice little you. layup. They still lost by 22. I don't care. It's Jared ridiculous Harper. that he didn't play till the end of the game. Four minutes, got two points. Play more. Oh, here's the bigger news. They're looking to trade a bunch of their point guards and not yes. Jared Harper. Ooh, let's go! Like I like I said yesterday. Like I said, no go. Okay, but can like we, I said yesterday, two minutes turns into four minutes. Four minutes turns into five minutes. Five minutes to ten minutes, and ten minutes to an NBA championship. Let's right, go, Jared Harper. That's, that's, uh, four to eight to sixteen to thirty-two, and then championship. Then sixty-four go. minutes. Um, also That'd be impressive. How about the fact that since Donkic went down, Porzingis is averaging 30 and 15? <laughs> what is happening? 
The second, like, and because then, and he's good. No, but not when Doncic is on the floor. The game it's before, different. the game before Doncic got hurt, Porzingis got nine points on like four of twelve shooting. It's different when they're both out there. He, he, he it's a different setup. He should be better when they're both he, out there. He, he's not the focal point of the offense. He's sharing the focal point of the offense. Now he is, and you see what he's doing. So what, should Porzingis is good. Not when Doncic is on the floor, and that's all that matters. No, he's still good, especially on defense. He's still good. He's been he has been a better defender. I'll give him and that. now they got Willie Collison, who's protecting the rim. The Mavs, thirty-one and nineteen. We're going to the playoffs for the first time in how many years? I'm excited. Uh, it's like since like twenty thirteen, I think. 2011, 2013, somewhere around there. It's around that time. Yeah, it's I'm like, excited. And we beat. And I mean, Depot did have that from the logo shot. You're right today. about the Pacers, though. I mean, they find they're like the Jazz. They find ways to lose. I don't think I ever said that about the Pacers. I said that about the Jazz. Wait, no, I said that about the Pacers. Yeah, they, I was like, they lost to the Knicks. Don't put words in my they mouth. Lost to the Knicks. Hey, we, we had the best, uh, the worst road team go against the best home team last night. That yeah. was uh, the same Sixers. Yeah, it was the worst, worst uh, loss of the season for the Sixers. So, <laughs> Miami defeated the Sixers one thirty-seven to one hundred six. Boston one twenty-three to one fifteen over the tanking Atlanta Hawks. Go Hawks, go! Yeah, Memphis ninety-six to eighty-two over the Pistons. The Kings one thirteen one hundred nine over the Timbs. And finally, Clippers defeating the Spurs 108-105. The Hawks are going to end up being like those teams you rebuild in 2K when you get a first-round draft pick every year and you get a bunch of 22-year-olds, and they're still going to be terrible. How is this going to happen? Don't. Gonna, don't. Please give me hope. I mean, I mean, no, I, I mean they, they should have hope because, I mean, they've got two great players. And then True. that other guy whose name I can't pronounce is pretty good. Herder? Uh, yes. Okay. How can you not pronounce I thought Herder? The, I thought you were supposed to pronounce the U in some way, so I wasn't yeah. even going to try it. Huter. I didn't know it was silent. Okay. That's I didn't know it was it. silent, so I didn't. I didn't want to give it a shot. But I mean, he's good, and you know, obviously, Trey Young is good, and Jeff Teague is somehow back on the team. Good for him. Yeah, J- Jeff Teague went up against Lou Williams on MLK Day on uh, when they played the Clippers. And that was, I had flashbacks. Wait, what does that say up there? Oh, Jamal Crawford better than Lou Williams. That's a lie, anyway. Um, lie. Wait, it, it does. Yeah. That's been up there for like three months now. I was say, that's yeah, we talked about that on. Oh our yeah, we show did. We were like, that's the worst take. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show, give our picks for Auburn and Arkansas, and we're just going to have some fun. You're watching. I'll see your point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. And welcome back to the extra point here on WEG on 911 and Eagle Eye TV. What are you two still arguing about? Uh, Same freaking he, thing. Yes, he made he made a list, and half of them I'm still were people that going. I already dis- disqualified. No, you didn't. Because I said I wasn't talking about bigs. I wasn't. That's I, so dumb. Centers are much different because again they supply rebounding on the glass. Andre Iguodala is not. Andre Iguodala can get rebounds too. He's six six. I mean, he's not. He a gets great boards. Good no, lord, man gets paid. We've been through this. You want me to keep going, Davis? It, I mean, Bob, keep, keep, keep assembling the list. Go ahead. I couldn't care less. Anyway, okay. Well, you um, should care because you don't know what you're talking about. I do. Your point makes no sense. My point makes a lot of sense. Why has nobody traded for Andre Godala? 
Why has nobody even tried to trade for Draymond? People are trying to trade for Andre Iguodala Game right tonight. now. But they want a first round pick as well. Milwaukee why. takes on New Orleans. First round pick? Yes. On TNT at six thirty, Milwaukee is six and a half point favorite. Charlotte oh, taking Milwaukee. on Houston, fourteen point favorite right for the Rockets. Portland oh, taking on Lord. Denver, Denver four and a half point favorites. And finally, the Spurs going to. The Lakers. The Lakers are a 12 Jeremy point favorite. No. Yes, you in the back of the classroom. Speaking, speaking of Milwaukee, oh Pat boy. Connaughton is in the dunk contest. Yes, he is. All of you bow down. We, we, said, that, we said that yesterday. point contest we, we, and we, not the dunk contest. We brought it up yesterday because I didn't know how to say his last name. He has a 44-inch vertical, so y'all be ready. Is, is Zion finally going to start playing a lot more minutes? He's getting there. Has Zion been... How Zion looked? He's averaging 28. Very efficient 28. Yeah. He's been good. If he could just stay healthy, and I know, you know, his, for lack of better words, his weight has been an issue. <laughs> he's a big man. That's a big, that's a big boy. I mean, it's, he's, a, he's the size of some offensive lineman. And I know his weight is an issue, especially when he explodes and comes back down onto the court. You know, his ankles and his knees and all that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they can figure all that out throughout the season into the offseason. Slim him up, you know, make sure that he's good to go, and hopefully he has a good career. Because he's exciting to watch. He is. And uh, I would be watching the Pelicans game tonight if I wasn't watching Auburn basketball in Walmart land. <laughs> Walmart land. As they get ready to take on Arkansas tonight. As far as I know, let me check, make sure it hasn't moved in the last hour. Auburn is still the underdog. One point underdog. I mean, which, and, I mean, which isn't, it's, it's, not, it's nothing. I mean, on the road, Bud Walton, it's going to be tough to win there. It, it, it's going to be tough. Been tough and, for them to win on the road in, in general. And now we we have to bring up the fact that Arkansas may be without their second leading scorer. Not having Isaiah Joe is going to hurt. Mason Jones has done a great job, but I I, I find it hard to believe that Mason Jones can do it all alone without Isaiah Joe back there because Joe's really really the guy. I mean, he's only shooting thirty six percent this year. He isn't the guy that he isn't the SEC Player of the Year candidate that a lot thought he would be this year. But he's still back there. He's still a threat, um, and really, really, you know, spaces the floor for Mason Jones, who is their leading scorer. So Auburn, they got to go on the road, and we're 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 going to look at this game from three different perspectives: whether or not Auburn wins or loses. <coughs> Excuse me. Whether or not Auburn will cover uh, a certain amount of points, and how many points Auburn scores in the first ten minutes. Because that is a concern right now. I mean, it all depends on uh, how frequently they get to the line. Because I mean, that game against Kentucky, most of, I think all went their first ten points from the free throw line. Auburn's. Yeah, I thought I think they was. scored the first. The, there was a bucket at the beginning, and then and then Wiley scored. Dowdy got like eight straight at the line, and then mm-hmm. he hit three or something like well, that. Well, yeah, well, uh, Samir had like sixteen. I think he had almost half the points at half. He had, he had sixteen of their first twenty-one, and then he got taken out. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and do this like like this. At one, at what point in the game, I, I, I'm not gonna say first half because you never know how these games are gonna go. At what point in the game, hopefully the first half, at what minute mark will Auburn reach double digit in points? <laughs> you, okay, they're gonna hit double digits in the first half. But if they, they don't, just, you weren't there when we, I was watching Ole Miss women's basketball. We thought they were for Ole Miss too. <laughs> yeah, you weren't there when I watched Ole Miss women's basketball the other night. Yeah, uh, actually, against Auburn. No, when Ole Miss played, I oh, believe, South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay, that was bad. And they got. Yeah. Well, Arkansas is not the number one team in the country. And Auburn men's basketball is not as offensively inept as 
Ole Miss women's basketball is. So it's going to happen pretty soon. I think they're going to get off to a quicker start tonight. At what minute, Mark? Gets it 10 points. 15. I fear. 15. I think tonight's going to be a quicker start. I fear that the Kentucky game may be giving some false hope about the offense because it's like, I mean, they won the game and a win's a win. And I mean, they played good defense and whatnot. They were still very bad on offense in terms of scoring without being at the line. It was still an ugly win. It was. And like, I think, like, they're still shooting 38% in conference play right now. And they're, I mean, we're moving on up. If, assuming Arkansas plays a little more disciplined defense than Kentucky, Kentucky was hacking them every time they got within the paint. Anywhere near it, it was they were just getting clobbered. Assuming Arkansas plays a bit more discipline, it could be a problem. I would say they'll hit double digits by minute twelve. Davis, I'm gonna say ten minutes and thirty six seconds <laughs> left on the oh, clock or into the game. Into the game. So that would be nine thirty. Wait, nine twenty four. Huh? That that would be nine twenty four oh, on the clock. When clock they hit. Then you're confusing yeah. me. Don't confuse me. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to get my ears. All, all, all I was saying was, what will be the time on the clock when Auburn hits double digits? 9.36. Oh, you said... Fine, 10.36. <laughs> we'll go with that. I, I'm, I got, wait, I'm my, not too confident. <laughs> if I keep my head just like this, I can hear in both ears. Is it really that disorienting for yes, you? Yes. You want to try it? No, because I've been doing that for the last year. I was about to say that. Mike, I say that, um, that, that headphones. That, yeah. say, I, I've used that. Actually, but we have fixed it now. I can, really? I can add a both. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, we fixed it. Audio engineers. Uh, anyway, I'm going to say 17:30. I think we're going to come out shooting. Wow. 17:30. I, I I I agree with Alex that the the offense is still not there yet, but I, I really don't this Arkansas. I don't like this Arkansas team, especially without Isaiah Joe. He's not their best defender by any means. No. But without him, Auburn's just going to be able to do whatever. Moving on to the next part. Auburn's adjusted line in Vegas. This is not the Vegas line. This is now the extra point line. I'm officially setting it at Auburn, favored by three and a half points. That is with Isaiah Joe being ruled out. The extra points that have moved the line up in Auburn's favor, three and a half on the road. Oh, we. This is the extra point doing that. Yes, this so is it's, this, it's this, like really official. This, this, this is the extra point line, not the Vegas line. I'll say Auburn covers. Auburn covers. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot. Because of the defense, I think Isaac Core is going to shut down Mason Jones. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't confident going to the Kentucky game last week, but I just do not buy this Arkansas team. Uh, Davis, hmm? my dad liked my Instagram post. Oh wait, he did. Yes, Davis. Am I, are you asking Auburn three and a half? Uh, yeah, I think they can cover that. Alex, uh, I said they would do that against Ole Miss, and they didn't. But this time, I'm going to be confident in them again and said they will. I'm going to say they will as well. Finally, score predictions for Auburn against Walmart. Here's another big factor. Arkansas is super undersized. Their biggest guy is 6'8". Yeah. Austin Wiley had a quiet double-double on Saturday. Wiley about to get boards. He is. Macklemore's going to get boards, too. I mean, yeah. the dude was dominating. Well, I think Wiley's going to score as well. I think he'll get 15-plus points. We only hope. Auburn wins. You're so negative, Alex. I am, indeed. <laughs> I'll say they win 75 to 68. Davis? Oh, man, I was, that was like almost my score exactly. So I'm yeah. going to change it. 78. Don't you say it. To 71. That was my score. <laughs> I was about to say, my score prediction was 74 to 69. I'm like, all right, come on now, guys. This is ridiculous. Um, I'm going to go, go with 77 to... 
Hmm. 68. 81-74 Auburn. Wow. 80 yeah. points? Dang. I, I think we're, we're going to see a lot of threes today. I feel like I hope so. The rims. We always see a lot of threes. Just if we make them. Right <laughs> I was about to say they, they take them. It's the matter of if they actually, you know, don't bounce. So many of them are in yeah. right. So many just in and out. It's All really right. That does it for the show today. Thank you guys for joining me on the show. Here we go. The scoreboard Thursday is at four. Yep. Make sure you join Jacob Hillman and Bay Marks on the program and from the bench. Thursday is at seven. Yes. Yes, I remember. Thursday at seven. Uh, seven to nine. So make sure you tune in for Alex and Davis. Pretty much argue for two hours. That's exactly what if it's going to be. That's uh, if that's your cup of tea. It's not many. Last week we didn't argue that much. We just I, we were joking a lot. Yeah, it's about to get intense though. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh, Davis, thank you for liking my Instagram post. You're welcome. Oh wait, uh, I gotta like it. Hold nope, up. Alex, you're, you're fake. I was yeah, the first like. I banned him on uh, Instagram anyway. Yeah. Um, Jared, shut up. <laughs> Jared, you okay? Right. Is the heart murmur coming back? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <coughs> Hopefully it's not going to deal with you two anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and end this show before I kill over. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> and let's take extra point here on WGL 91.1 FM.